Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right right. hello yes i can hear you can you hear me no doubt yeah you is uh, a little low but that might be on my end you make sure that all my stuff is Cracking, yeah, everything, yeah. So, so how are you doing today? Well, actually, I know how you doing today. It's see, listeners, see, we go through so much shit as podcasters when we try to record stuff, and trust me, it, it has its headaches because I felt the pain that you were probably feeling at the moment just a couple minutes ago. <laughs> Cause that's where the guy it'd be like so many times I had to re uh reschedule because I had to jump from anchor to Zoom. I mean not Zoom but Skype and even app wanna fucking work at work right. Just sucks. So other than that, how's your day been, Miss Lady? My day has been interesting. Um <laughs> snowstorm or some type of inclement weather right now. So I thought I was over it. Because yesterday was beautiful outside, and then no, today is fucked up. Yeah, it's fucked up down here too, and cold is shit. It's like the weather don't know whether it want to be spring or or winter. Very true. It needs to hurry up and decide what it's doing though, because spring is officially coming soon. Oh my goodness, Lord have mercy. Because it's funny, like one day girls come out in skirts, the next day they come out. Like they going hunting. <laughs> winter and winter gear. Sure. Oh my good lord, good lord, good lord. Hey, oh, let me do these particulars and then we can get this on the road, okay, Miss Lady? No doubt. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcasting career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and Get a profile and start podcast today. I'm your host, Kevin Officer Champ, aka the Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links in one place with one link. Allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. I need to tell you about three wonderful sponsors that we have real quick. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community, LSworld.com. Next up is Ariseismagazine.com. Go there today. Subscribe monthly. Get the magazine paperback or get it digital. Either way. 
get that smoke. And last but not least, and black owned, excitebunny.com for you content creators. Not a percent profit that you take home. As well as if you need some health care, they got you on that too. And for you consumers that love that naughty stuff, you get to see some of the hottest, sexiest from ebony, all colors, what have you, doing some freaky stuff, and you get to enjoy it. Subscribe in the whole nine. It's a new place, and it's not only fans. So with that being said, go to excitebunny.com. Also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Plus, while you at Shop GW District listening to our podcast, go ahead and get some shopping done from over 500 Black-owned retailers and shops. And last but not least, check me out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com. Through the radio station. Either way, go to skyhawkafterdarktv.com and catch that smoke. Now I'm going to be quiet and let this sexy podcaster, who I just fell in love with her podcast from listening doing my research, introduce herself. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is AJ Badass Jones, host of the Pum Pum Chronicles podcast. Uh, you can find me on my social media platforms on Instagram and Twitter at the Pum Pum Chronicles. Um, you can also follow my personal page, badass underscore Jones underscore. Uh, the podcast is on all streaming platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple, iTunes. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, you can either email me at the Chronicles at gmail.com or mm-hmm. you can call in line, uh, which is 320-270-1086, and you can leave me a message. See, as y'all can tell, she's way more advanced than me. So I'm sitting here off because it's like, yeah, no, seriously, seriously, I feel very blessed to have you on the show oh, it's my because from seeing what you're doing for how long you've been doing it and stuff, and it's just like, I want to get to your level where it's just effortless. You feel what I'm saying? It's like, it's like I tell people, you can feel energy. Yeah, you can feel the energy through the the broadcast the whole night, especially. Uh, one of the episodes I listened to, you had a co-host, and it was funny, which if I ever get to talk to her, I would have voted pick with her. Let me explain something to you. Uh, women tolerate bad dick way more than men tolerate bad pussy. I'm sure? just putting that out there. I'm just I, putting that out there. I'm sorry. I don't agree with you. You know why? Because I why? Feel, like, no disrespect to men, but I feel like a lot of men will fuck pussy just because pussy's there, whereas a lot of women won't take dick just because dick is available. Mm-hmm. Now, when I look at it from a relationship standpoint, right? True, true, true. A woman will deal with that bad dick, yes. and will not deal. We'll deal with that. We we te- we deal with it, but we'll dip. So technically, you ain't dealing with it. You feel what I'm coming from? But as far as what men just fuck to get some pussy, yeah, because y'all get dick when y'all want it. We get pussy when it's available, baby. <laughs> We have to receive the pussy. Y'all have to give it to us. Y'all have to give us the poom poom. Very true. But that's why I feel like, you know, more men will like, you know, fuck that chick from around the way, fuck somebody that they wouldn't necessarily mm-hmm. look at face to face, like fuck her from the back only kind of thing. Whereas I think there are, are different particulars or different standards that a woman has. Like, it can't be a guy who's short and has a big dick. Like, there has to be something more to him than that. Because I think for women especially, that connection is more of an emotional thing. And even if we're going to cheat or even if we're going to step outside of the small dick that lives in our house, we're still looking for someone that we have more of an emotional connection with rather than just straight fucking for the most part. I think most women for the most part are demisexual that way. Not Mm -hmm. all of us, just some of them. Yeah, because um, 
Because I mean, I tell I tell females that's one of the reasons why dudes would tap what we what you might call a night fighter or what have you. Um, what, what not what the fresh and fit call a night fighter. No, what we call a night fighter is a female that you will only fuck and you will not be seen with. You okay. know what I'm saying? You know, period. But we'll own it though. Y'all won't own that. <laughs> y'all won't own that night fighter for y'all. Actually, y'all won't even count it. Right. Oh no. 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 You know, you just kind of sweep it under the rug as an experience and just kind of <laughs> one of those take to the grave kind of situations where you tell your best girl because you know she'll take to the grave. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. So, what made what brought you to create the Poom Poom Chronicles? Um, so prior to this, I was uh, one half of another podcasting team and, um, you know, it was a good dynamic while it lasted. And when I left the podcast, I was kind of left with a void of what to do with myself because prior to that, years before, I'd also um, co-hosted a radio program in the city of Toronto where I grew up. Uh, so when the podcast ended, uh, I received a lot of really amazing support from the community, from friends, from family. And they encouraged me to branch out on my own and do like a podcast by myself. And it was kind of scary because I was so used to having somebody with me, you know, so it's like we played off of one another and that kind of stuff. And now it came to a point where not that I wasn't comfortable relying on myself, but I know that, you know, banter is a lot better received than just solo advice. Um, mm -hmm. But I just, you know, I said, fuck it. Like, I'm not going to bother to sit and wait for somebody else to come along when I'm quite capable of doing it by myself. And then the beauty of doing it by myself is that I can have, different guests on all the time as opposed to just one person's perspective um i've recorded with some really great uh people some other really amazing podcasters uh friends family you know just getting different perspectives on on a multitude of things um but yeah it really was the support of my community and my family and friends um that propelled me to move forward with doing a solo a solo podcast of course the name the pum pum chronicles comes from the fact that i am born and raised um and so we don't really like i wanted it to be something centered around pussy but we don't really well we say pussy but we don't really say pussy we say like pum -pum. <laughs> that's how pum pum the pum pum chronicles was birthed because you know it's a it's a journey about the different aspects of, of the pum pum and being a woman from fucking to relationships to self-love and everything yeah most definitely because um the one thing I, I always talk about on my podcast is that this is the age of the woman. And they, they're more powerful now in, in, within their sexuality, self-knowledge, self-worth, and, and the whole now. What do you accredit that to? Oh, boy. Um, you know, it's really weird. I believe that things are cyclical in life. Like, I believe that things come back around every 20 to 30 years. Mm -hmm. And I feel like some kind of weird way like we are rebirthing like the 60s and the 70s when black women were like we were the shit like we were everything you know from fashion to hair to careers we were we were making strides and we were making headway in our own so-called feminist movement um and then somewhere along the lines you know we started listening to people saying that you know you need to have a man around you all the time in order to and you know, you need to get married, you need to have children, you need to do this, you need to do that, but nothing that really um, was geared towards our success and the things that we wanted to achieve. Um, and I think it's coming back around, especially with the advancements of technology, this younger generation of women 
more so are taking a stance for what they want and saying, I don't need to get married. I can be in a loving, healthy relationship with a partner. I don't have to have children if I don't want to. I can have a career. You know, I can have all the things that I want to have. Um, and I think mm-hmm. that inspired women of my generation, because I'm a little bit older, especially mm-hmm. in seeing my daughter, because she falls in line with that. And she is of the, this generation. She's a young adult. She's a young woman coming up right now. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that those two worlds are kind of running parallel right now. But mm-hmm. because everything comes back around, it feels like a rebirth, like I said, the 60s or the 70s. Because it's like it's crazy. I was hearing conversation. Well, a couple of conversations got into a whole bunch of podcasts, and it one of the conversations was like, well, in particular, one with see the thing is with man and then we're discussing where do a man like fall in or what have you in this world, because women are now they have their own or what have you, and everything, and I think the problem is what people don't get, and men don't get in this day and age and maybe just for my generation or what have you that we understood that let's keep it 100 a woman have a right to want a man to the freaking table because I'm 47 don't want a broke ass dude what makes you think I'm a broke ass woman (laughs) you feel what I'm coming from and and I said this in the tweet. I said, no, I want a woman to stand beside me. Yeah. Front of me, that's not a bad thing. Yes. Yeah. Because it's about how you treat the woman. You know, period. And vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Right. Absolutely. I I, I agree. Um, I think because for so long women were told that they, they can't have or they can't achieve or they can't do uh, or they're not going to succeed, that they need um, a, a man with them in order to do that. I think for a while, you know, women were, we were rebelling and we were more, you know, fuck you, we don't need you type of thing. If I want you, you know, then I'll have you around. Um, but I think that we're coming back to a better balance of women and understanding that they can be successful, have any and everything that they want, or none of those things that, you know, they thought that they wanted at a younger age, and they can have a, a partner, a strong partner beside them, supporting them to do those things. And I think as well, men have a better understanding that you know i don't have to feel threatened by my woman's success i don't have to feel threatened that she has a strong personality i don't have to feel threatened that you know maybe she doesn't have a family and maybe that's something that we can rethink um there's definitely i find a, a better balance on both sides now and i'm hoping hoping for the generations to come that that, that is something that um continues because you know what at the end of the day we need each other yeah. Like there isn't a fucking woman on this planet who would not rather have someone supporting her and in her corner than having to do all that by herself. No matter how strong she is, no matter how successful she is, no matter what she has, there isn't a single person that doesn't want someone to love and support them and, and to be their biggest cheerleader on both sides for men and women. I know that men have had it harder just in terms of having to be the ones that support and provide and carry and all these sort of things and you know mm-hmm. that's all well good but there needs to be more reciprocity as time goes on yeah. you can't give them well and i think men have been expected to give for so long that mm-hmm. we forgot that as women we also need to give back even if it's just yeah. a little bit we still need to yeah because back. like to me like as a podcaster <clears throat> You know, walking in just one year in, and I was watching the man of spin and all these dudes just talking this, that, and third. And it's kind of like to me, okay, ladies, let's make this clear. They do not speak for all men. 
they speak for a subsection of man <laughs> that don't even matter <laughs> in the scheme of things. And it's funny because, and the sad part is to me, I don't even think men really look at them for so much. It's more women that follow them because they think that these guys know what we're talking about. No, they, they don't. Because you can tell by looking at their own personal lives. Because majority of them either don't date a black woman. They've been divorced three or four times. <laughs> you know, period. You can't tell me how to keep a woman if, nigga, you can't keep one yourself. Exactly. It's it's strange. Like, I... There was a meme that I saw on... Um, uh, actually, one of the guys from uh, one of the other podcasts, I do a live podcast called uh, Three Guys and Girl by Weekly. And one of the guys sent a, a meme to the group where basically this group of men were talking about the fact that they don't want a successful woman. They don't want a woman that makes more money than them. What do they need her for? You know what I mean? Because she's not going to need him. That's the way, that's this mentality. They want. <laughs> I'm sorry, I mean, let us. <laughs> yeah, they want a woman that makes less money than them so that they always feel needed. And that's just bizarre to me. I no, mean, I'm going to tell you what's funny. No, I'm going to tell you what's funny, right? Yeah, them same dudes. They say that, right? Yes. They have no confidence. See, see, I'm saying this as a man, and I'm sorry, all you men get fucking mad you want to suck something. Yes, we're uncensored on my podcast. You're not confident because you telling me there's men that can sit here and have women give them the keys to their car, don't have a driver's license. <laughs> you feel me? And you feel some type of way if a woman makes more money than you? Why? It's what men have been taught. It's 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 mm. a friend of mine just brought that to my attention. I do agree yeah. that it's what men have been taught. It's been, you know, that you are supposed to be the the providers, you are supposed to be the ones that make all the money. And it's really funny because it's strange to me that a man, his paycheck will go solely to taking care of everybody but himself. He will keep enough money to get a haircut, maybe buy a pack of cigarettes or mm -hmm. you know, depending, you know, and a, a bottle of something and mm -hmm. that money. But everything that he has goes towards taking care of other people. This is what they've been taught. So mm -hmm. how do you break that mentality and saying to them, it's okay to be with a woman that makes more than you. They feel like, well, no, she makes more than it. She's taking care of me and that's not supposed to happen. And you know how mm -hmm. I'm a man I, i'm supposed to be able to stand on my own i'm supposed to be the provider it's it's what they've mm -hmm. been beating the head with since they were kids. <clears throat> so yeah yeah because i mean it's, it's but see that's the thing about that whole scenario because it was beaten in their head but at the same token shown to them what a strong woman is because now as i attend a lot of our mothers and grandmothers were strong women that maintained the household that you, you you know what I'm talking about. Grandma can come up with two hundred dollars out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> from her breast, from her breast or inside her brassier. <laughs> well, how? You know what I'm saying? You be like, wait a second, you ain't even got a job. You know what I'm saying? It, you know, period. Because to me, if both people working in the house, because I know anybody that had a two-parent household, it was very rare that you had a household. And I keep saying this to people. It was very rare as the years had that one of the parents stayed home. So both parents had a job. I know both my parents. It was like, well, dad, first he cooked. 
Mom got home, she cooked. You know what I'm saying? It was like the whole attitude is pushed not just because within our community, but it's pushed by media itself. Right. By even to the point and the TVs and stuff like that. It's just, I, I tell people, it's kind of like psychological beating in your head type situation. Now, it could be because it's, I don't want to go that deep. You now, if I put on a, the tin can hat today, but <laughs> give it to me deep. Give it to them deep. Take it there. Okay, then. If you notice, all our stuff come from Christian thoughts. And I'm not one that understands this. I grew up in this. Trust me, I analyzed this myself. I told you, I, I'm a guy of totality. Yes. If you look at Christianity, the women is, is always looked at as negative, men, positive. The only woman that is considered in any light is the person that gave birth to Christ. Right. All right. Okay. So... We're beholding to, even on the black end, <laughs> to a religion that was shaped by Eastern people. European values at that time that was pushed upon the freaking world yes. that may not even pertain to our culture. And I, and I leave you with that thought. Okay. Yeah, I go deep. <laughs> because at the end of the day if you look back even with Africa mm -hmm. the queen ran shit yes you know what I'm saying they, they you it, the king or the prince they made sure that he married the princess from the other tribe or the other kingdom or what have you meaning that she had to have fucking power yes you know period you had shit Cleopatra do I need to say more come on Queen Elizabeth, but then we still behold it to the fact of, well, a man supposed to do everything. Man, sometimes I hate to say this, like with well, a lot of women, they say they're looking for the high value man. No, sometimes you're not meant to have him because he may not make you happy. He may not fit you because I think the key to any relationship is how you adjust each other's changes throughout the years. You know, period. And some of these dudes don't know how to adjust. That ain't on the woman. <laughs> you know, period. I've, I've, you know, I've gone places where uh, one of my one of my girlfriends, her man did not have enough money for uh, where we were going. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I knew after the fact, but she went and she discreetly handed him money, mm -hmm. to pay, and still maintain his dignity. You know, yeah, I've been there before. That was just in terms of image, but she also did mm -hmm. it in And whatever those issues were, whatever that, that dynamic was, the only mm -hmm. thing needed to know about that was that. Mm -hmm. I know just because she's my best friend and, you know what I mean, at the time, and she knows that I wouldn't say anything and hopefully nobody knows her, and I know I'm saying it right now, but it's more so as, as an example, you know, that relationship that you have with your man, if you make more than he does, there's never any reason, either in either direction, even mm -hmm. if the man you make more money than the woman. There's now I'm going to ask you this. Now they're going to ask you this. Did she did that? I'm going to ask you this. Did she did that because of, for her, or she did it because he would have felt slighted because he couldn't put no money to it? 
you know, because she respects him and she respects okay. him enough to not embarrass him. And she mm. respected, him, respected him enough to understand, especially from our culture, she All right, looks. that dynamic and the way that can come across. Because the thing is, for us as Jamaican women, you know, suppose you're in a situation now where you're paying everything and your man is there, your man is there, your man is there, your man can't put $5 even towards a drink. And you're there paying for your man. At some point when you're not with him, when you have to come back home, right? He still mm-hmm. has to be there. And he still has to deal with that embarrassment, right? And then when it comes mm-hmm. down to now, the people around you are saying, yeah, yeah, pussy wall. Or you make your woman pay for everything, right? Sorry, in English. Like you're, yeah. you're No, 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 no. We, we, we love that Jamaican accent. I'm sorry. I've been waiting to hear that all week. Go ahead. But you understand what I mean, right? So then he yeah. has to deal with that embarrassment long after she's gone. He has to deal with people laughing at him, talking about him bad, mm-hmm. saying how he doesn't have anything and he's worthless and he can't support a woman and all these things. Right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she, knowing that that's going to happen, knowing our culture, she doesn't mm-hmm. want that embarrassment and disrespect for him because, again, if he can't manage financially, the only person that needs to know is her. He's never going to mm-hmm. Consequently, as a man, if your woman needs something from you and she asks you and she says, you know, I don't know, I like saying daddy. So she says, you know what, daddy, can I get $100 to go get my nails done? And he says, well, why do you need so much money? You know her fucking nails cost $100. She's she's begging you $100? You you should Mm -hmm. never make her feel bad about coming to ask you. Especially if Mm -hmm. you put out there that, baby, anything you need, come and ask daddy. Baby, anything you need, come to me. I'll make sure you're straight. Then she comes to ask you and you want to... The point is, if you are the... Yeah. See, you brought a good point. You set the trend and then mean, be mad when the trend is expected to be it. continued. That the part there. Because for me, I would never come ask you again. If you make me feel like I am less than, if you make me feel like I am begging you, if you make me feel shame and embarrassed, God no, I would never ask you for it. Worse, again. you I'm not worth you doing that for me. And and, and I'm yours. <laughs> I, would, I would never ask you again, but you will see that my nails are done. And then you're going to have to question yourself as to where I got money to do my nails because you wanted to try to shame me. I'm not here for none of that. None of that. Mm-hmm. No, because it's... But see, I think what it is is that if... Sometimes men equate... Because I even hear some celebrities say it. You know what I'm saying? I remember T.I. who was saying to Tiny, well, I spent money on you. Mm-hmm. So Okay, then I hate to say this. If you done bought her a million gifts... She didn't got a million gifts. What's left to give her? Right. But love, emotion. Because at the end of the day, you can be rich as hell, but not happy, not getting that emotional tie or that emotional connection and feeling, you know, period. Because it's not just on the physical end, it's also on the mental end. Because if you're in a relationship long enough, one sex is going to die down anyway because children work. Y'all might, he might work first shift, you might work second shift. Y'all better see each other. Then when y'all get together, talking about having sex, y'all thinking about it, and then y'all end up falling asleep. Right. <laughs> you're, t- you're tired. You're tired from life. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, what's left? But y'all connecting emotionally. And I think a lot of times when people get married, especially when I hear a lot of the young folk, but they talk about, you know, the relationships and what they deal with, I'm like, well, one, maybe they didn't fit you. You feel what I'm saying? They they didn't fit you. And what I mean by fit you is fit what you need emotionally, not necessarily financially, because <clears throat> female might make more money and he works a regular nine to five. 
You feel me? But he makes her feel good. He makes her feel safe. He makes her feel secure. He makes her feel loved. He makes her feel worthy. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? And in a lot of cases, that's more important than even the financial. Unless he's just a completely broke piece of shit. Now, let me give a caveat before I let you speak. What I mean is, okay, let's say I lost my job. My wife, she's working. She's making all the money. That house going to be clean and, and, and dinner going to be ready for when she get home yeah. in a bath. That's the balance. <laughs> that's, that's the balance, right? Like, if it's yeah. around, and the man is the one who goes to work and he and he brings home and gives her everything that she, then as a woman, your what's your responsibility? To take care of your home, to take care of your man, to make sure that he's cooked, to make sure he has a packed lunch, to make sure his coffee's made. It's not mm-hmm. like... It, some women will be like, oh, I'm not a slave. But bitch, you're not fucking doing nothing else. You're you sitting down in your house all day, every day, doing what? Twiddling your thumbs? Expecting him to bring home a paycheck because what? You may every now and again suck his dick or give him some pussy? Like, for real? Oh, that's where the balance comes in, right? Mm-hmm. If that person yeah. is providing all the financial resources, the balance of what you do is make sure that the home is taken care of. If he's giving you money to take care of the home, take care of the home. On the flip side of that, if your wife is making seven figures, eight figures, nine figures a year, or whatever, yeah. and, at home and she's not pressing you to go get a job, then mm-hmm. your responsibility is to take care of the home. Because I cannot, it's like this, even with, like I had this conversation with my mom one time when she was alive. And I said, I said somewhere, it was a conversation that happened in, I guess, in school. And I asked my mom, I said, well, a lot of the guys was like, they didn't want no girl to, you know, make money. They, you know, make more money than them. They'll feel less than this, than third. My mama said, boy, look at me in the face. She said, so if your wife a millionaire, why are you going to complain? Who do you think she's going to spend the money on? Exactly. And who going to give a shit? Because at the end of the day, she's a millionaire. She makes more money. She's successful. You can't help that your wife is more successful than you. Because the roles of me to bleak and I can easily change. You know, period. Absolutely. You know, that's why I say it's adjusting to changes. And a lot of these dudes, we can sit here and say, yeah, it's about how to raise this, that, and the third. I, I get that. But People want to screen that they're progressive, but yet want to stay regressive. Right. You won't change, but you don't want to change. It don't work that way. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's like, for example, if let's say uh, the man becomes the breadwinner when his wife, you know what I'm saying, uh, was the breadwinner. Because I remember that on uh, Black as Fuck. <laughs> they talked about that. You feel me? And when she was thinking about trying to start back being a lawyer, he was a little resistant. I'm like, why? Because that money made you. And if it makes her happy, why not want her to be happy? I'm sorry, from the houses I came from, happy wife means happy life. But the motherfucker won't go back to work. Let it go back to work, nigga. Just just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because at the end of the day, because to me, it's like, I don't think dudes beholding women is queens anymore. You don't think so? It's, it's like, because, okay, when I see, the reason what I mean by that is, we listen to the foolishness of the few, but not the truth of the many. Okay. That's what I mean by that manosphere. 
So what the, the loudest noise you pay attention to, and the loudest noise is black women ain't this. We got to be like this for black women. Uh, if, if you want to be this, you be this. And we got away from the fact of what our grandparents had. They right. fucking loved each other. Right. They courted. They got to know each other. You know, they learned each other. They went through the growing pains, whatever the growing pains may be. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you're saying, and it made sense. For example, like if I was always taught, shit, you don't get married or think about marriage in your 40s. And I asked about that. He was like, because you're still in your fuck years. Yes, men, we do have whore years. Yes, we do. And they last for a long time. Some of you fuckers is in your 50s still in it. But I digress. <laughs> but I was always taught that. You know what I'm saying? Because it takes maturity to be in a relationship, monogamous, or what have you. Right. Regardless of what you consider monogamy. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think that when part of that growing pain is when they do cheat. But it's, like I said, but, but I always tell anybody, understand, caveat, you should not ever cheat. Trust me. It don't work out. But <laughs> because I, I talked to women that had cheated on their man. And, and vice versa, you know, period. And to me, they equated it to growing pains because of how long they had been together and for when they started. Go ahead. Do you think that the, the reasons that women cheat are different than the reasons that men cheat? Do you believe that women cheat for emotional reasons and men cheat just to fuck? I'm just curious. Okay. <laughs> for men, okay, we're going we're gonna to take it each one since you asked that. All right. <clears throat> For men, it's more physical than emotional. Okay. If a, the reason why we end up leaving the wife for the side chick because the wife left. She left emotionally. Bingo. Okay. That means that, and it's because we cheated. Let's make that caveat right there. So hold on, hold on. So you're saying that once the wife emotionally checks out and the husband knows this, it makes it easier for him to go with the side chick that he's been cheating no, 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 no. with. No, this is what I'm saying. And what I mean, knows, like, for example, like, hold on, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he knows, the, um, he knows that he's causing his wife's emotional distress and uses that as an excuse to leave with the side chick? That, no, that he has no choice to leave with the side chick because the wife done left his ass. Okay. Get me? Right. Get me? He's... For us, it's about the pussy. Now, whether she giving us emotion or what have you, or, or or because nine times out of ten, the issue is not an emotional issue. Because when you hear a dude complain about his wife, he ain't seeing saying that man. She don't talk to me. Right. What he said. She don't tell me what she feel. How she he she don't give a real feel. It's about she don't cook. She don't. We don't fuck like we used to. It's physical shit. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, period. So when he cheats, it's for the physical, which is pussy. That's why he don't leave the wife. Right. You feel what I'm coming from? For a woman, it's different because it takes more for y'all to cheat. For the five things y'all say fuck a dude, it takes a half one to say fuck y'all. <laughs> right. With a man, trust me, and he won't even tell you that fuck y'all. He just he just go get the pussy. You know, period. Because it, it's because the most he might say, the only time he might bring up that you ain't giving no pussy when y'all in an argument. 
Let's keep it real. Right, right. He don't sit there and say, babe, we need to have a conversation. You know, um, I want us to have more sex. I mean, I'm just saying. No, this me brings it up. Oh, since you want to say that, maybe you need, maybe you need to give me some more fucking pussy then, goddammit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? So it I, is more physical. It's funny that you say that because I'm thinking uh, about a friend of mine who so his wife was very proactive in them having sex because she wanted to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And then after she had the baby, like she legitimately told him like she's just not really interested in having sex. So she just wanted to have her daughter or her son, you know, whatever. Um, and he said like it literally was once a month that they fucked. And I was like, mm-hmm. so because I know him in his in his past, he was a whore. He was an absolute whore in his past. He settled down, fell in love with this woman, married her and all this kind of stuff. And so I'm like, so are you behaving? And he's like, AJ, I'm not going to lie to you. He's like, the first year, year and a half, I toughed it out, but I couldn't hold out anymore. Um, yeah. And so he began regularly going out, doing his things, doing discreetly because they're still married. I don't know if she knows that mm-hmm. she doesn't care, but you know, nothing has ever come back to her in a disrespectful type of way. But he's like, honestly, it's not even the emotions. Like, I love my wife. I love my daughter. I love our family. But I also love sex. He just wants a pussy. <laughs> like, so much so that she won't even suck his dick. Like, that's not even an option. Like, mm. she expects him to back his fist when she's not fucking him. And I'm thinking to myself, really? Mm. How long do you think that's going to last? Clearly, it's going to last that long, but... Yeah. But see, that's why I tell ladies, a guy don't stay unless unless he wants to stay. And two, upon the cheating part of thing, that means that their marriage has not gotten to the point to where sex doesn't matter. See, it's, it, it's it, one thing I, I one thing I saw from when I look at, huh? I don't ever want to be in that relationship where where sex doesn't matter. Not matter as much, but it's kind of like put it this way, like with me, and you know what I'm saying. We may not do it as much, but when we do it. yeah it was worth the wait you get where I'm coming from I do but it's the connection that me and her have that so what we're not doing it a lot I'm enjoying we enjoying each other so much that it doesn't matter you feel what I'm saying and it takes time to get to that point and it also takes a mindset to get to that point I'm not saying everybody's shit is perfect or my shit is perfect I'm not saying that you know period no but if, uh, if if you're still on that phase of, well, damn it, I need to push this, that, and the third, well, then y'all haven't elevated y'all marriage yet. You're going to come from on a mental level. You feel me? It's just like you have a married couple that been together 20 years. They ain't never strayed, and they decided to become swingers. Why? Because they got to a point in their marriage where they feel comfortable enough where they can do that, and it's not going to damage the marriage. You feel me? Okay. I'm. It, it, you got to get to a point in your marriage where, because I'm sorry, sex is going to die down. No matter how, well, if y'all are doing it every day, it's gonna die down. Maybe every three days, it's gonna die down after a while to twice a month because shit changes within your marriage, whether it's physical, whether it's uh, career wise, whether it's you added more people to the fucking t- to the equation, such as kids. Grandma might be staying with y'all. Shh. I ain't gonna say no more. You feel where I'm coming from? Right. 
So it's kind of like I get where he was coming from because a lot of times that why dudes cheat because they're not getting a lot at home. Because to them, for us, sex is the ultimate sign of love and females don't get that. Right. Think about it. We, it we'll look at the female and she'll be like, you'll never tell me you love me. <laughs> but we make love to you. <laughs> that what we thinking. But God damn it, I'm fucking the brains off of you. Where'd you it, it, think men... I'm just going to say it. We simple and we dumb, baby. When y'all going to figure that out? <laughs> and I'm saying this as a man. Right. Yeah, y'all make us complex. No, we simple. But <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. So, like, if men, if men want to keep having sex then, and you said that sex dies down in a relationship, but he <clears> wants <throat> to have sex, so where does he go then? Does he not try to just have sex with his wife? Okay. I'm a firm believer that all men would like to be in an open marriage. They just ain't got the balls to say it or had that discussion. Really? Really? I might have to disagree with you on that one. Not the, the reason why I say that. Uh, no, the reason why I say that because they're movements, not with the philosophy. Because, okay, in essence, you're basically doing poly. You're basically doing swinging when you cheat. The only difference is between that is she don't have a clue, okay? Which that's does makes it cheating. Now, if she accepted the cheat, right? Say, okay, then fine. You want to cheat? If she says, let me do, let me do me, and you could do you. We in a relationship. Dude's going to say no. The reason why? Because he cheated. So he's going to think it's going to be revenge. And when it comes to revenge, men, we always lose. <laughs> we always lose. They're going to do it better than us. Trust me. But even more so, she might be saying that just because she might have been thinking about it. You get me? But she didn't want to say shit because she afraid what he going to say. A lot of men want to have that conversation, but they're scared because they're afraid of how the woman's going to take it. And they're afraid that if they have that conversation, it's going to change the dynamic of the relationship because the woman might think that I'm not, I'm not adequate enough for you, especially if her mind that she's want us to be physically monogamous. Cause I keep saying monogamy to me is more mental than physical. Right. You know, period. So it's so go ahead. Now I was gonna say, why do you say that it's more mental than physical? Because like I said, I'm in the link, the swinger lifestyle. I, I, I do adult film. I talk to couples that do porn, they swing in the whole nine. Their marriages, I mean, they might have the, the, the normal marriage issues, but them swinging ain't one of them. Him filming with other chicks, she filming with other chicks is not one of them. You feel what I'm coming from? Um, you said both of them with other women. What about her with another man? No, no problem. No problem. You feel what I'm saying? Because a woman can give away that pussy me at times. She's not going to give away your, the heart and mind. Because even if a woman in the quote unquote whole phase, not she fucks you on the date. <laughs> Let's keep it real. Not every dude that a woman had sex with in her lifetime, she wanted to date. 
Now, she might have done it more time with someone she wanted to date because that would have been them ones that it wasn't that it wasn't a dating situation. Boom. So very very few, very few times you're going to allow yourself to fall in love. Very few times you're going to allow yourself to get caught in. You feel me? And nine times out of ten, it has to be over time. And he has to either show you or pretend to show you that he's wanting more. You feel me? Let's be real. Y'all, fellas, I'm about to tell you some truths. When a woman walks into the room, she knows who she want to fuck. It's just up to us not to say something stupid to fuck it up. <laughs> she knows who she want to fuck. She already know when she going to give him the push the whole night. Your job not to say anything stupid to fuck it up. You could, you could lose the greatest opportunity ever with just one stupid statement. Just one stupid thing. You just opened your mouth. Ah, yeah, yeah. Just just sit there and look cute, bro. You're going to get it. Relax. You're going to get it. You know, period. So it's kind of like with that factor right there, it's like when men cheat, that's it, it, that what makes it just sex. That, that what it makes it is about sex. But a lot of now where it becomes over the line where it becomes emotional is when he starts treating it as the main. Right. Now that's when, because us is not emotional off gate. It becomes emotional over time and that's when we get the girlfriend, this, that, and third, because now you practically got two girls, you got a wife and a girlfriend. Right. You know, period. That's when the emotional cheat comes. Right. And that's when it's more emotional. You know, period. So, but like I said, with women, it takes more for y'all to do it, you know, period. Right. Especially if you're not one that's, let's just say she's not bisexual, she's heterosexual, she doesn't swing, she's the goody two-shoes. Right. For her to dip on dude, dude really was not there for her, for her emotionally. Because, it, because I, this goes back to the point, I said, no, women would tolerate bad dick Way more than we would tolerate bad pussy. Right. Just because we'll fuck a bad pussy don't mean we'll tolerate. Tolerate meaning I kept you around. I spent time and money on you. That's tolerate. <laughs> <laughs> Period. That's why I say when a dude tells you how many girls he fucked, minus that by three. A woman plus that by three. Because you're two shame, it's three she ain't counting. I was gonna say add ten. <laughs> yeah, add ten because the ten she ain't gonna count. Goddamn. Yes, if you put the head in, yeah. If the sex wasn't good, no, it still count, boo. If he came in two minutes, well, actually less than thirty seconds, it still count, boo. He was inside, you know. What I'm saying just go ahead and count it. It's okay. Just 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 chalk it up as you know it was a bad experience, but count it. <laughs> That's why I'm like, when I look at dudes, like when um, I hear dudes talking about they can't date a girl with a high body count. But nigga, you got a high body count. Right. <laughs> what made you think she want to date you? You done fucked half the neighborhood. Yeah, even that conversation is it's just weird. Like, you should be worried more so about the person's sexual health, whether they've been tested, you know, versus how many times they fucked or how many people they fucked. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but 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 like I said, it's it's the stuff that that is broadcast that becomes comedy and 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 like I said, we we care about the bullshit that we should, that we should not necessarily care about. Right. 
you know, period. And, 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 and should pay attention to the stuff that we should pay attention to. But that's just how the world is. You know, period. Because it's kind of crazy how um, like I said, it's kind of crazy how uh, like I said, when I just listen to all these, these, these podcasts and stuff like that, which brings me a great segue to uh, the podcast side of things. Tell me, because I got myself a true podcaster. Somebody been doing this for a minute. What's the thing that you love about podcasting the most? Connecting with different people. Um, I think one of the best feelings is when someone either DMs me, uh, email, telling me that they listened to an episode and it helped them in some kind of way, whether it was some sort of insight that I gave, one of my guests gave, um, just whatever like the, the topic was that we covered. Um, that is probably the most rewarding part about it, is just knowing that I'm actually connecting with real people all over the world that I've never met, hopefully might meet, but may never meet, but they value, um, they value the podcast, they value the platform. Yeah, with me, it's becoming a part of a person's daily routine. Yes. You know, and it's crazy because even to the point like with the podcast that I listen to now, if they miss an episode, I feel so weird, but they thrown off. You know, and, and I know a lot of people experience that or whatever, you know, and it's just crazy how, like, even with my journey from going from doing music, doing an adult film, did, to coming to podcasting, how much each of them are similar in so many ways. Right. You know, it's, you know, and, and two, also podcasting also helped me be at peace with retiring. So it's like, I, I love this space and like listening to you, listening to everybody. I kind of am a student of of you, of all y'all because just listening, even to how y'all talk, how y'all host y'all shows, um, to, you know what I'm saying, how y'all even run y'all shows, you know, period. You know, and I, like I said, I am in awe with the Poon Poon Chronicles because I just love your fucking podcast. <laughs> And I just love when you be coming with that Jamaican accent. I'm like, oh my god, say it again. <laughs> it happens when I get very heated. It kind of, uh, yeah, it comes out on its own. <laughs> oh yeah, I see, I see, I see. So how was it like growing up in Toronto? Um, I've never been there in my lifetime. Would love to go there. It's a beautiful city. Uh, people are very friendly. It's a very clean city. Um, you know, it's 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 fun. I wouldn't, I, unless you're a person who's into winter sports or the winter, I would advise to come up there during that time. Um, but, you know, during the summer months and the spring, it's it's an absolutely lively and amazing city. Growing up there was a, was a lot of fun. You know, of course, coming from, I was born in Jamaica, so coming from there to a foreign country was definitely a culture shock um, because Jamaica, the population is 98% black. Coming to Canada and seeing white folks. <laughs> <laughs> It was a shocking for them um, as them seeing black people. Like they, they're far more used to seeing black people than we were seeing white people. Um, but it was, you know, it, it's been definitely a great experience. Um, I don't think I would change my life to have grown up anywhere else. Uh, it's definitely shaped who I am. But yeah, growing up in Toronto was, it was definitely, definitely a vibe. I'm going to tell you what's funny. It's like, the end would talk about Drake, right? And I'm like, y'all motherfuckers forgot about y'all Claire. Y'all forgot about Cardinal Fisher. Come on, God dang it. Me 
Canada has a nice, nice, extensive history of hip hop, people. Right. I bought the whole Carlo Fisher album. That shit was fire, yo. Long before Drake was a thing. Long, long, long before Drake was a thing. Yes, most definitely, most definitely. So, Miss Lady, we then did a wonderful episode. And I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank it you for coming to the damn Smokers Lounge. My absolute, absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's a great conversation. Most definitely, most definitely. And I want to bring you back. So, like I ask everybody, even from the adult film people to whomever, can I call you a smoke buddy? Absolutely. What? I would be honored. <laughs> That's right, people. And y'all hear it first. The author of the Poom Poom Chronicles will be coming back to the Smokers Lounge to talk about Poom Poom and so many other great topics. And we're even going to have her in the premium smoke room. That's right, for $4.99 a month, you get, might get to hit her, hear her on one of the wonderful four premium podcasts that I have on there, as well as the premium episode that we dropped weekly for $4.99 a month. So there's no, there's no smoke like premium smoke. So, Miss Lady, I've enjoyed you. I can't wait to bring you back. And I can't wait to do your show. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. So, we're we going to get together and have to get that handled. We're going to definitely dig into some things. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, people, you know how we end this, no matter what episode, pre or premium. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you didn't learn anything? Smoke this over. Thank you for coming. Hey, how you doing? Let me tell you about a great deal. Why don't you come on over to the premium smoke room? There ain't no smoke like premium smoke. I'm talking about four premium podcasts. I'm talking about Miss Spit Queen and the Porn Rap Star. I'm talking about Pilgrim on Wrestling. I'm talking about Causing Havoc with Princess Havoc, as well as the Read Daily Report. Oh, I'm sorry. Five. STO Dark. Plus also extra premium episodes for some of the hottest ladies and gents in the business of porn. And all this for $4.99 a month. I'm talking about five to six extra episodes a week. On top of the free shit that you get. So do the math. Great deal. Only on Spotify, only on Anchor. Come check me out. Come catch this premium smoke.